What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show. Part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. You in here with the Bruce Wayne of this ish, the king of kings, the king of content, and the speaker of truth, yours truly, the notorious one, a.k.a. Mr. Coachellini, better known as the prognosticator, Coach Stradamus, and you're in the desert storm bunker with none other than EWF, that is every woman's fantasy, and the whole effing show, the CEO Negro of Fixes Binds LLC. The unbinder, the undebatable, the undisputed best entertainment here on YouTube. You looking at Senor Gregorio Greybeard, also known as Mr. No Trabajo. The ladies love to call me Mr. Third Leg Greg. Your third leg was just phenomenal. Indeed, I'm the Black Professor X, the Morpheus of the Mating Matrix, the Chocolatey Confucius, the Black Moses, the Deliverer, the man that walks in the spirit of Elijah. The man that has more nicknames than anyone in the game. The best entertainment here, bar none. You're looking at CGA, also known as Seagot Allah. And I'm the 10-time demonetized champion of YouTube. We are back in here with a great show. It is going to be a abbreviated show, but it's going to be a great show. None, 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 nonetheless. Today, we don't have any doom and gloom CGA, but today's topic is the Tinder's new female CEO says that we dropped the ball, ladies. We dropped the ball, ladies, and we want to make the dating app a 100% fantastic experience for women. Women. All right. Despite the fact that 80% of men are absolutely invisible on dating apps, we're going to take a look at some incel statistics on the performance of men on dating apps, and we're going to take a look at where dating apps have gone. What happened with Tinder? They dropped the ball, and they're fumbling and stumbling and slipping and tumbling and flipping and fumbling. All right, crazy, because nobody falling in love. Ass ninjas. We got that coming up. We also have Straggle and Sniggle Theater. We have Crime and Law CGA. And then I believe it is the... It is the main event. Yes, indeed. Abbreviated show today, this weekend. Because guess what? It is the weekend. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? It is the weekend. Get your bell money ready. Get your condoms ready. Go ahead and have a weekend trip and hop in the car. Go with me. You don't have to pack everything. Yeah, we got that going on, man. And uh, living the free agent lifestyle. Indeed, we got that coming up, but I want to tell you, man, hit the like button as you enter in today's stream and to contribute to today's show, dollar sign. The notorious CGA on the cash app, Venmo is Coach Greg Adams TV, and PayPal is paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams, and that be pinned to the top of the live chat on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. And yes, you can super chat on the notorious CGA new, channel. New, new, new world um, back in the day, uh, making these videos. Oh, hold on, we got here. All right, I got a phone call coming in. Let me see what I got here. Uh, I got just right, just right when I started, um, right when I started, <laughs> uh, somebody called me that I was waiting for the call, of course. And, uh, I got to see if my son springs into action here because I got to get, um, let me see here. <laughs> uh, I got to see if, uh, we can get that taken care of. Okay. Right when I came on. All right. And I've been waiting for this. I came on, I hit live and. Somebody was supposed to come here and do some work, and now they're here. But uh, anyway, 
Uh, what do we got going on here? What was I saying? I forgot. <laughs> All right, I forgot what I was saying. All right, but anyway, nonetheless, nonetheless, I want to let you guys know it is flat back friday all right this is flat back friday so why don't we do this and show some flat back supremes as we're doing this right now let me see here let's pop this up on your screen flat back supreme let's see what we got right there here we go right there who did it best we got some flat back supremes take a look oh boy ninja yeah that brother's starving all right <laughs> there it is right there flat back supremes on your screen all right, on your screen, take a look at them. They got their little flatbacks out. All right, ponytails and whatnot. All right, not the juicy, thick kind, not the thick kind. Not the thick kind. All right, the, not the pogs, but take a look at them. All right, they got their tennis shirts on. All right, tennis skirts on. Look at these flatbacks just dancing and check. Okay, we got a ninja in there. Get the hell up out of here. All right, we don't want no ninjas in there. We want flatbacks and lice. Hair swinging, you know what I mean? Take a look at them with they little chicken. Okay. Oh, look at the Millie Mouth muskrat. She a little Millie in the mouth, too. All right. We got hair, long, real hair. Hello. <laughs> Sign me up. Where are these flatbacks at? Look, what, what school is this? Texas Christian University, more than likely. There's a pog back there, too. There's a little chunky chicky, chicky back there. There's a chunky chick. How about these pogs right here? How about this ninja living a ninja dream? Is he? All right, let me show you right quick real here. Look at this ninja right here. Look at him. He got on flatbacks everywhere right here. Niggas always gotta show they All right, he in there having a good old time. Ninjas like I got flatback heaven here on a Friday. Indeed, showing all kind of teeth. Niggas always gotta show they yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Last indeed. Look at all them flatbacks out here. All right, indeed. Hey, it's their day. It's their day, so we get to show them off. All right, look at them. Look at them. No lips and nothing. All right, that's how you like them right there. How about this, Jay, ladies and gentlemen? We got some more flatbacks out here, some more sorority girls. All right, might be a day like you woke up in heaven, Ninja. You like, hey, Ninja, is this a, is this a dream? It was all a dream. I used to read Word Up magazine. Look at all these flatbacks out here. Flatbacks, all these flatbacks in one place. All right, nice and nubile and all of that. Yes, indeed. They all look the same, don't they? Yes, they do, Ninja. They all look the same. Ready to go for the weekend. Doing lines of cocas and putting pink toes up all day long. The milk, it's snowing. It's snowing outside. Future Karens of America. Future white beaches of America, for sure. All right, future victims of just about everything. Indeed, you know what I mean? Daddy's little girls out here. All right, daddy little girls. All right, shout out to daddy's little girls. Uh, your fathers don't know what you ladies do out here, but I know. I know what y'all be doing, Ninja. We be out here. Yeah, that brother's starving. Folding them up like a love letter from the second grade. That's what we do. <laughs> That's what we do. Yeah, the cheerleader effect is in full effect. Yeah, looks like a lot of false allegations. Let me see here. Definitely looks like a bunch of false allegations. Let's pause it right here. All right, how many false allegations do you see in one room? <laughs> All right. How many false allegations in one room do you see? All right, that definitely a future couple sexual harassment cases. We're going to touch on that later on. We're going to touch on that later on. All right, we got them flatbacks going crazy. All right, let me see what we got here. I'm just getting an update on some stuff. Uh, here we go. Okay, we got it. 
everything taken care of right right when I press live too <laughs> it's just a mess all right it works like that but anyway let's get to the earlier contributors to today's show I got a little distracted but we'll get it in Martin says when the American normie finds out that they are vaxxed tracked traced and taxed every city will be called humanitarian crisis all right and he says it'll be called humanitarian crisis areas hashtag silver shield 1976 or 701776 right. i know i'm not sure i'm all messed up sorry i messed up your chat but uh yeah yeah uh, people are gonna find out the hard way uh, that's how they'd be able to trace us based on who how many of y'all ninjas got the pokey poke and your phone's not gonna work apparently albert wester says seeking destroyed the dating app market hashtag is too late too late baby bye-bye all right, we're going to talk about that. Daniel McGee says last night's show was great. Women use the craft for everything except canceling the student loan debt. The more I listen, the more I realize that the free agent lifestyle is the way to go. I'm warming up. If you list my show on Bitchcraft, I talked about it yesterday. Sucker for Love Ninja says a Juco called me last night talking about that she's in a bind. I'm in a bind. So I had to go over there and toast them buns and fixes that bind. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Had to fixes that bind. <laughs> All right. Hey, they providing the service. DJ Berserk says I was listening to last night's stream and I was at uh and I go to the gas station. The black woman or the black women wearing a headscarf asked, asked, what am I listening to? She says she taught a witchcraft course. I was in Mississippi. So there you go right there. So you had the you must have had it on your phone. You must have had it on your phone. And um, more or less, she overheard the conversation. And she says she teaches a witchcraft course. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. I'm telling you, man. Hey, how many how many times um and we had Gray Hayes radio. He put up uh, something on uh, Locals today. There he said, uh, the more I listen to CGA, the more I see the signs of what he's talking about. And it's pretty obvious. It's clear. All right. Even to the point where I talk about how many people are on drugs that you don't know. And they're claiming to be victims of depression. And they're just they're just drug addicts. All right. They're just like or they're they were a drug addict at one point. And they're not bringing that part up. They just want you to sympathize for them on some other shit. Really, they're a drug addict. But people are starting to see what I tell you. You're starting to see it. And it's it's not, now you don't see it in everybody, but you're starting to see what I'm talking about. Gray Hayes said he saw a Zudic Kaylee, bipolar, single mother, uh, domestic violence victim, all in one. All in one. All in one. And once you see it, you can't unsee it. Yep, they're junkies. And they're trying to get you to be sympathetic for them. But if they told you they were junkies, you wouldn't. But if you if they said they were, had a anxiety, you would be like, oh, poor you. But they're junkies. And they can't kick the habit or they, they won't admit that, that being an alcoholic is causing them harm. I'm telling you, I have cracked the code. I have cracked the code. New, 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 new world order. And, and, and I've cracked the code to these people. All right? I've cracked the code. The patterns of human behavior, is, it's undeniable, right, Tony? The patterns of human behavior are all undeniable. And once you see it, you cannot unsee it. You start looking at it and going, damn, these people crazy. These people out here just, you know, most people are losers. Uh, there was a guy that made a video saying 80% of people are lazy. All right, we have the 85% are deaf, dumb, and blind. 
I mean, it's just obvious. It's just too obvious. It's crazy. All right, JC says, I'm 0-6 on relationships. I'm a part-time lover. I'm a part-time lover, too. I'm a weekend lover. I am not husband material. Like, you're so, you're such a gentleman, all right? And you have your shit together. How come we just can't get married? I'm like, baby, baby, that ship is sailed, all right? Marriage is for broke people. <laughs> Marriage is for people who ain't who ain't discover who they are and they need somebody else to complete them. Or marriage is for the extreme elite when you com- combine families. All right, I'm trying to make a business deal out here. Either I pay uh fixes of mine, I pay some rent, or ninja, this is this is this is a part-time gig. This is a part-time gig, baby. I'm a weekend lover. I'm a weekend lover, and I'm a secret lover-ass ninja. Secret lover, yeah, that's what we are. Ninja, I love you at night and in the morning. I'm free, as uh, Joe Pesci said. I'm free in the morning. I don't need no wife. (laughs) Part-time lover. Ninja, this is a part-time gig, baby. I work in two hours a week, and I got other part-timers, too. Never again. We don't need no power couple, which I'm going to be all the power. She's going to be the couple. Dennis B, coffee for you. I had to go out and get coffee. Kitchen's closed today. Gary Jr. says, clapping bone racks all weekend. Sushi dates and sticky buns at the Juco. All right. Bill Free Media says, I missed last night's stream. Sorry for my favorite African-American. Look at my African-American over here. Look at him. Are you yeah. the greatest? You know what I'm talking <laughs> Shout about? Shout out to you. Somebody said you don't have to call. Mm-mm. You don't have to call. <laughs> For real. It's okay, girl. Yes, because I'm going to be all right tonight, ass ninja. You don't have to call, ass ninja. Bitch ninja, it's okay, girl. Yeah, ninja. I'm going to be all right tonight, ass ninja. <laughs> all right, ninja guy. He clapping cheeks all weekend. Hey, what's up with you this weekend? Are you clapping cheeks this weekend? What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? All right, yes. Girls be like, but you have it all together. You be the perfect boyfriend. You be the perfect. Mm-mm. 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 I'm not husband material. People were surprised when I said that. They were like, wow, CGA, at least you're honest. I'm honest. But here's the thing, man. Most husbands are broken ass ninjas. They not complete. They got to beg for Punani. How, how, how complete of a man, how complete of a man do you have to be? Can you possibly be begging your wife for Punani? I mean, this can't be a good look. This ain't a good look, fam. We have a guy. And, and I'm going to tell you, man, I wasn't going to cover this. I wasn't going to cover this. I'm going to show you, and I'm not going to cover it today either. Let me see if I have the, let me see if I have the thing here. Right. It was a, it was a clip. Oh, here it is. Here it is. All right, your boy, your boy, what's this dude's name? Dr. J- Dr. Baloney. Dr. Baloney has a video of a man that called in his show and said he has never, he has never had sex with his wife. Now, this is what I'm talking about here. I can't play the clip. He's never had sex with his wife. Never. He's never penetrated. By the way, that's legally he's not married. By definition, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. 
All right. In the year of our Lord, 2024, this ninja is not married. He don't realize that the the act that actually makes a marriage a marriage is the consummation of the marriage. But this dumbass, he going through therapists, three therapists. They try to figure it out. They going through her OBGYN, her gynecologist. They, they're going through everything they possibly can. Like this is the example that I'm talking about. There's there. And guys, those are the guys that, that just call in. I tell you, there's some goofy ass married men out here. Absolutely goofy. <laughs> it's, it's enough. I've had enough of these ninjas out here. And I'm pretty, never mind. I won't say it. Shout out to our brother, Rory. Rory's in the building. He says, uh, spent the weekend educating my son, CGA on replay. Shout out to you, free agent lifestyle for life. Good luck, man, out here with your young man. All right. It's crazy. It's crazy. Shout out to you, man. We need them young bucks. Getting that knowledge. Last one. And this is a co-sponsorship. I'm rich, bitch. He says, what do you call dog moms misplaced nurturing? Yes, dog moms are misplaced female mother nurturing. So these are the things that we educate you about so that you can see it, right? We've come up with these concepts. And shout out to everybody in the coach gang yang shout out to everybody in the sphere the manosphere uh red pill whatever you want to call people anti-red pillars i'm not red pill no mo whatever you are red pill adjacent there's a lot of people out here that 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 have been out here helping men we're we're a we're not together as a collective but we are a powerful powerful voice and we're making impacts like when you talk about what's happening at tinder you can feel the impact being made, and they're scrambling for answers, but they're not coming over to us. They're still scrambling. Matt Walsh knows we're in trouble with the birth rate, and they're scrambling forces. So they're figuring, we'll just tell everybody to man up, and they're failing at it. Even their own audience is turning against them when they start scrambling. Instead of going, you know what? We got to hear these men out. But they refuse to do so. With that being said, the things that we tell you, we tell you to empower you so you cannot make dumb Detroit, dumb decisions. You see a woman with a dog, she either has that dog because she has mental health issues, a.k.a. soft mental health issues, right? She's just a lazy bum, but depression, anxiety, stress, these are soft first world problems. Then um, you have drug addicts and, and people that need to cope. And then the, the last phase of dog mom or, or pet ownership is female nurturing, misplaced female nurturing. So what they're doing is this is what they would have done if they had children. But what they do is they'll have a dog, which is not, you know, it's like a, it's like a semi, it's like a semi child. It's not a complete child. So the dog can poop the rest of his life anywhere it wants. And she could be like, oh, it's just a dog. But if they were raising a child, they would have to teach the child not to poop, right? They would have to have a, a honest responsibility. So they take the soft way out and nurture a dog, but then they nurture the dog like it's a child. They'd be having uh, birthdays at Chuck E. Cheese with the dog, they be pushing the dog in the stroller. They be feeding the dog from the titty. They do everything. They be feeding a bottle to the dog. They do everything like it's between a doll and a child. And then they put the dog in the middle of it. It's misplaced female nurturing. What they're doing is trying to uh, tap into their nurturing spirit, but they don't want to have the problems of raising a good, honest citizen because most of them know they can't. And the reality is if they were old enough, they're old enough to have a dog, you old enough to make some children like, like a motherfucker. The proxy baby, you ain't lying. All right. So that that's what they're doing. And when you see that, 
you know, you get into a relationship, they got to bring all of their dogs in like they kids, like she a single mom. I got to bring my mom dogs and shit like this. This shit, they crazy. Now they bringing in two and three dogs, a gerbil, a hamster, a snake, a rooster. <laughs> Man, if you don't get up out of my face with that shit, they just like being a single mom when you got dogs. Mm-hmm. My doggo and uh, my pet, my dog, my, my, all of these bullshit. They can't fool me. And they crazy, man. Oh, older women are doing it too. They empty nesters, they go get a dog, and they ask old ass women pushing a stroller down the. Man, these people crazy, by the way. They nuts. Don't let me start riffing because I got to get off of this platform early today. These people nuts. Emotional support pet. And then they bring it around. Them people are just dope fiends. <laughs> dope fiends. All right. Uh, hit the like button. Uh, let me see here. Hmm. All right. Look, I got to get on with the show. I'll come back to it. But what's the part? What are we doing today? Flatback Friday? Do we need to remind you? Nah. We'll go to Straggle and Sniggle Theater. We're going to show you what flatbacks turn into, unfortunately. This is the sad reality. Hey. With me if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast sticky, come get high with me, that's a deal, right? Straggle and Sniggle Theater, man, I jump back in there. Anyway, do me a favor, hit the like button, and let's change my banner. All right, what is my principle if you're dating flatbacks? Here's the thing, when you get with them long term, here's the thing, right around 30, 32, 35, certainly when they marry, they have two children, maybe three, 40, 45, all Kayleys turn to Karens. Unfortunately, this is the sad reality. They are kind of wear out. You know what I mean? It's like Cinderella when the clock turns midnight. So one day, one day, you look at that flatback. One day, you living with a pure, unadulterated flatback. All right, everywhere. And she doing the whole little neotenous cheerleading thing. You know what I mean? This is one day you living with a flatback. Next day, you living with a Karen. All right, and it can turn and like they, they have a shelf life of like 10, maybe 15 years. And uh, it depends on if they went to college, taking drugs, you know what I mean, uh, on the PTA board, on the HOA association. They, Kaylee's turn into Karen's. It's a sad transition, but let's take a look at what happens here. It happens, yes. It's the, the metamorphosis of the Kaylee. It's like they go in their cocoon and they come out Karens. You know what I mean? It's like you can't help it. You know what I mean? They come out. They stop tanning. You know what I mean? They get soggy like sloppy yogurt. You know what I mean? They feet start getting dirty underneath and they start protesting and it starts getting crazy. They start telling you to get off their grass and... <laughs> It gets really soggy around there. It's just a mess, and it's, I don't know what happens. Their hair starts falling out. They start taking medication. They start cutting their hair and whatnot. Maybe a de the demon gets in them. I don't know what goes on, man. They Kaylee's turn to Karens. One day, like I tell you, one day, 
They dancing a jig. You know what I mean? They doing all this in college and whatnot. They dropping that neck, right? It's barbecue in there. They dropping that neck. Then sooner or later, next thing you know, they taking you to court. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it happens, man. It happens to them, bro. I don't know what happens, but it's a sad sight, boy. One day you think you have it going good, and then the next day... It's the meds. It's the it's the head. It's the medication. I think it's the medication and the past cocaine use potentially, or cocoa. We gotta say cocoa on YouTube. Yeah. New 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 world order. <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden they lose their seasoning and they lose their understanding. They misguided and undecided again. You're like, what happened to you? They get indoctrinated pretty easy. Sad. All right. What do we got here? Hi. Oh, straggle on Senegal Theater here. This is a short skit. Um, this is, take a look at this young little Latina here sitting all alone, and we're going to have a guy come up and run some game on her. We're going to see game receipts right here. Here we go. Hi. Sorry to bother you. Are you single? Oh, okay. I'm going to take this oh. chair. Thank you. Oh, no. Oh, the humanity. Damn, it's, it's pretty fast. It's pretty fast. It happens fast, man. She thought she, man, she was excited too. take a look at her face. She was like, finally, a guy approached me. All right. Chad Light approached her, man. And it didn't go too well. Oh, no. Poor thing. Chad, why you do her that? Why you do her that? Hi. Sorry to bother you. Are you single? Okay. I'm going to take this chair. Thank you. Now, that's cold right there. I don't like the cold approach, but I definitely don't like that, man. That's cold. Why you do her that? She don't deserve that. She a young cutie, man. Why you do her that? Man, that's, you know, don't do me that. That's crazy. That ain't, that ain't right, man. That ain't right. Look at her. She looking at her, man. Oh, she going, she going, listen. She might do something to herself. <laughs> she might do something. Oh, man. That's painful, man. She thought she looked. She was ex- she was ready, too. She was ready to go. She was like, finally, my Prince Charming. Hold on for a second. Now, how many women say, he says, are you single? Take a look at her face. She's like, yes. Yes, I'm single. This is like the movies. And then he was like, yeah, I guess you won't be needing this chair. Yeah, she went to the zone right there. She actually looking. She actually looking my hair like. All right. Like the sands of the hourglass. So these are the days of our lives. Back to back to Hector. You got to go back to Hector, baby. The white boy ain't going to save you today. <laughs> oh, no. This is cold. Poor thing out here, man. Oh, the humanity. All right, that's what happens. That's what happens, game ninjas, when Chad's walk up to broads. You know what I mean? <laughs> Where's my music? Shut it down. Chad walks up to any woman. Yes, I'm single. Walks up to a little Latina. Yes, I'm single. I'll take me. <laughs> ninjas, Latinos, walk up to girls, little Latinas. Are you single? <laughs> no speaker English. No hablo English. She be... She might, she a Gen Z, so she might even jump. All right, uh, let's take you to this skit right here. Female roundtables be like, this is female roundtables be like part three. Um, 
we got to actually frame it up here. Let me see. There it is right there. I got to get the volume up. Turn the volume up. Here we go. Female roundtables be like. Thank you guys for, here we for go. having me. And that's why men are the problem. <laughs> All I did was sit down. Gaslighting. <laughs> I didn't even say anything yet. Invalidating our feelings. <laughs> How did I offend you? Is that deflection? Mm. Mm. I'm, I'm a girl. Yeah. Now, anybody have this experience? I know with sisters, man. What's wrong with y'all sisters, man? Sisters be giving. Y'all be, mm, and you go, girl. Mm, it's giving. Mm, it's giving. You know, they be saying all these things that come out of nowhere. Mm-hmm, girl. Uh. <laughs> and they don't say nothing. And then everything you do is wrong. I mean, y'all got to the point. You men, I don't know. You men play the game. Everything y'all do is wrong. And you just trying to show up. This nice gentleman just trying to show up and be like, hey, ladies, hi, girls. Let's have a roundtable. Let's have an honest discussion. Mm, mm, yeah, manipulating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, now, so I can't deal with these people out here. Thank you guys for having me. And that's why men are the problem. And that's, damn, he looking like, what? That's why men are the problem. Oh, and they make faces too. Somebody said, this is male teachers. You ain't lying. This is male teachers because like what? 90% plus of uh, school age teachers are female, certainly in the elementary schools. You ain't lying. All I did was sit down. Gaslighting. Yeah, gaslighting. Yes. This is a skit, by the way, but gaslighting. Yes. All I did was sit down. Gaslighting. They all took their therapy books. <laughs> yeah, it's the gaslighting for me. It's the gaslighting for me. Uh-huh. It's giving. It's the gaslighting for me. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. They just angry, man, and they want to call us bitter and hurt. I didn't even say anything yet. Invalidating our feelings. Yeah, invalidating your feelings. Yeah. <laughs> this is crazy. Sad, man. Not the look back. Oh, this is terrible. Not the face all scrunched up. Look at that. That's terrible. All right. Look, what else? What else? How did I offend you? Is that deflection? Deflection? Oh, they mad. Look, Ooh, they mad. Sisters, why y'all angry like this? Let me show y'all something, sisters. This is how you're supposed to be right here. Wake me up before you go, go. When I wake up, sister, you should be cheerleading like this. All right, come on. Take a note from Kaylee. All right, look at them flatbacks. All right, turn around. Send me that flatback again. All right, this is how you should be waking up, sister. Every day I wake up, you should be like this, not angry. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But they be like, they be like this when they wake up. <laughs> oh, oh, look. <laughs> yeah. And then hitting the table, slapping fives, you know what I mean? Clapping. Man, they be having some trauma. Sisters got trauma, man. What's going on? I'm, I'm a girl. Yeah, get out of there. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, get out. Get out, brothers, man. <laughs> oh, man, it's bad out there. All right, Uh, what part of the show is this? Is this part of the next show? This is part. Okay, so that's Dragon with Sniggle Theater for today. I forgot. We have an abbreviated show. Hi. Hey. 
ride with me, if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the five stick, you can get high with me, that's a deal, right? Oh man, oh man, sisters just man, why y'all mad at the brothers, man? The brothers didn't do nothing. By the way, though, um, if I got some clips coming up. Uh, I don't know if I can show them on YouTube though. But you know, how the old black man, their 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 old archetype of men um that have just did damage to their souls and damaged their mothers and all of that guy. That guy was made a movie character for sure. He was a movie character. Anyway, it's a mess. Shout out to Caitlin says, what's up, coach? We got to tell these women that if you divorce your husbands, you're starting at the back of the line. Get in the back of the line. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. They want to jump right in the front of the line. I divorced my husband. Now I want a new Prince Charming. Mm. Nope. No. You get to the back of the line. I got to run through all these scallywags. <laughs> right? Come on, man. You don't get a chance. Macaroni Tony, they love the Zodiac moons and stars and other esoteric things oh and when they take your hoodie it's not cute they're cooking on you right they cooking on you for sure they take your hoodie uh women like to possess things possession possess we talked about rich cat craft they like to possess your things they love information all right they're like uh trash cans for information right you give them your name your middle name your birthday they'd be like your address to be like, oh my God. And it doesn't, it doesn't help because they're just going to look for more information with that information. And then they're going to look and research and oh my gosh. And imagine their name with your name. Imagine a kid with your name. Okay, you're a junior. Okay, my kid will be the third. <laughs> they steal from you. They leave stuff uh, with spells at your house. They make socks. They make uh they make they make a uh, little voodoo dolls out of socks, two pair of socks on your ass. They just all day like information hungry ass ninjas. <laughs> all right. They get your address where you grew up, ninja. What's your email? All right, they just want information. Give me your, your, your social media. Information hungry. Yep, and they go to do your they go to go, go to see your criminal record. <laughs> they goofy like that, but hey, look, that's that's how they are. That's how they are. You can't change them. So you know, it, it, I, people that try to change them, you don't understand. That's how they are, brothers. <laughs> they just be like, you making excuses for them. This is how they are. You're not gonna change them. You either deal with it or not. That's that's my show. You either deal with it or not deal with it. There's going to be varying degrees between depending on the woman. Some women are kind of mild. Some women are like salsa. Women are like salsa. Some are mild. Some are medium. Some are hot. Some are uh, freaking uh, ghost pepper hot. <laughs> That's what they are. They're not none. You can't get none of it. I don't want any salsa. No, you're getting salsa. You want a mild, medium, hot, ghost pepper, Freaking hatch chili. Which, which, how you want it, Ninja? How do you want it? You just be like, you just fix them, CGA. Just fix them. <laughs> you got to make sure they don't do it. Fix them. I can't fix women, bro. I'm not here to fix them. Remember, I'm not here to change women. Remember I said that? I'm not here. I'm not here to change them. I'm not here to tell women what y'all need to do is and what you need to do. I just tell them, ladies, who do you want to be for me? 
I want to be your wife, CGA. Okay, get away. Next, who do you want to be for me? All right, I want to be your sugar baby. Okay, you can step to the side right here. I'll save you for later. All right, who do you want to be? I just want to grab ankles. Okay, step over here. Who do you want to be? I want to be your one and only. Okay, go over there. All right, take a long walk up a short pier. All right, keep walking. Go long. All right, who do you want to be? I want to be your secret lover. Yeah. Okay, step over here. You're good. All right, who do you want to be? All right, I want to be your 45-year-old power couple, your partner and your mate. Okay, go take a long, all right, get in the car, get in that car, and drive as far as you can until the gas tank runs out. Who do you want to be? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that hard, Ninja. It's not that hard. Y'all just want to change the broads. No, nah, man, just say, I, I'll put you over here or keep walking. Keep on walking. I ain't talking to you no more. Anyway. Broads be like, change them, CGA. Stop letting them get away with stuff. Nope. I send that ass over to you. Save these for later. <laughs> anyway. All right. Who do you want to be? I need you to fix this my bind. Okay, right over there in the bed right now. I got you right quick. Have a seat on the bench. Y'all be trying to fix these bras. I ain't trying to fix them. <laughs> Let's get back to the show. What are we doing here? He got some. Hodge says, Coach, I don't smoke, but I got five or I got 550 for the fire. Sticky. Come get high with me. That's a deal, right? He says, what's up for the weekend? Sorry, man. I wasn't. Ex- what's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend? <laughs> he says, I nigga. don't smoke, but I got 550 for the fire sticky. All right, boy. Sounds like you're from the east side of Atlanta. EA, you're from the EA, aren't you? You're from Zone 6, ass ninjas, right? What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend? We found nigga? him. Zone 6 is here. <laughs> All right, anyway, shout out to Hodge. You're from Atlanta, huh? East Point. Bunkhead. I got it right, didn't I? All right, anyway. All right, uh, anyway, shout out to all my brothers, man, from the South. Gary Jr. says, hit the like button in here, brothers. Don't, uh, don't make me beg today. Don't make me beg. It's barbecue in there. Don't make me beg. SW says, I wonder how bologna is made. How bologna is made. I don't, I don't think you want to know how bologna is made. It's all Jermaine's <laughs> yeah. fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. Indeed, shout out to you, Gary Jr., also adds she had some kind of hurt coach disease, hurt coach disease, hurt coach. I'm a mess with this brother. All right. I'd be trying to read your thoughts. It's crazy. Oh, he says she had some kind of hurt coach disease. All right. Anyway, messed it up. I'm messing up all your jokes. Shout out to Chad Tyrone 77 sister. You been on my, my, okay, I got to sing it, man. Look, that's what happens when you see me. Now you said it be lyrics. All right, it goes like this. Sister. So, oh, look, hey, the guy that told me about the sticky icky said, damn, coach, how you know? (laughs) I was right, man. Hey, man, I'm Coach Stradamus. I'm Coach (laughs) Stradamus. I knew he was from Atlanta. Coach Stradamus, I knew you was from Atlanta. Mm. My people are from Atlanta. My people are Bamas too. You know when I talk about Bamas? My people are Bamas. We come from Bamas. But uh, anyway, my, my people are from Atlanta and Arkansas. That's where my people are from. 
and they migrated, black migration to the Midwest. That's where they landed, Midwest. Chicago, Chicago, Ohio, and Wisconsin. That's where a lot of my family left, uh, landed when they migrated from the South. Uh-huh. Yeah. They was Bamas. <laughs> All right, but CGA don't miss. And so I know some Atlanta. I know my people when I know my people. I might have to have a family reunion out there. All right, Chad says, sister, you've been on, on my mind. JC says, all red bones turn into Jasmine Guy and Lisa Bonet. You ain't lying. Ooh. I don't think I'm, this show is not going to keep going here. I got to get going here. But um, yes, all red bones turn to Jasmine Guy and Lisa Bonet. You a fool for this, but you ain't lying. I'm just letting y'all know for brothers that like red bones uh, at one point, this was like the prettiest woman on television. Nope. It was. At one point when I was a youngster, I think I was probably in high school. I think I was in high school. This was like the prettiest light skinned woman on TV. And I'm not saying this to put her down. I feel bad about throwing her up here on the prime of decline. But if you like light-skinned women, they just like white women. You know what I mean? They got less melanin. They going they going <laughs> They go they go They going to lose that me- they don't have the melanin. They just going, you know what I mean? It happens. It happens. You know what I mean? Women, you know they they're like you're crazy. Let me show you. Let me show you the prime. I've already used her on prime and decline. Let me see here. Uh, let's see here. Let me let me pull her up here for y'all young people who don't know. That was uh here we go right here. Here we go right here. That that's the same woman right there. That's in the late 80s. And they got too much, you know, they got that white skin on them. You know what I mean? That was that this was her in the 80s. Everybody was like Whitley Gilbert. You know what I mean? And you know, it just happens. It's tragic. It's tragic. They ronkle up, man, you know, because they got white. They, you know, they back in the day, these women used to pass for white uh, back in the day. They was like Lena Horne and Josephine Baker and, you know, the likes, you know what I mean? They used to pass for white, you know, mulatto. And so they be they be cracking, bro. <laughs> they happens. You know, the wall is they turn into like witches. Lisa Bonet, too, man. Lisa Bonet, bro. Watch out for red bones if you. Just know this going in. We we do this to strengthen men, not to break down women. Because this you're gonna end up with one of these, bro. Imagine you marry her and be like, "Ooh, I got an angel. You're my angel. All right, you're my angel." And then all of a sudden, you're my angel. Am I singing the wrong song? I think I'm singing the wrong song. Wrong song. Anyway, him says sisters always be mad. That's why Kaylee's for the win. Indeed, yeah. Kay, but 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 I'm gonna tell you, you you're right. You're right in that. Uh, but white women, because sisters are trained and conditioned to have funny faces, right? Right, and they're, they're trained and conditioned to for their faces to contort and over exaggerate anything. <coughs> that's how sisters are trained. Kaylee's are trained to smile. That's why they always be smiling. All right. You put a camera in front of them and they just, they're trained to be pleasant. 
they're trained, they're conditioned to be pleasant, right? And if they're not, people will be like, wipe that, you know what I mean? Wipe that smirk off your face. That's why they kind of conquered the resting bitch face, the Kayleys now. They just have their face on the phone. Like, that's why everybody's weirded out. They're like, smile. They want white women to smile. Like, why are you not smiling? And they're like, we don't want to smile. But Kayleys are conditioned to smile, right? They're conditioned to be happy and pleasant and present. And what happens is a lot of what you get in their behavior is a facade. As we call it, a facade. It's not how they really are. That's just how they're presenting because they really are kind of, you know, step for wife, robotic. So they got to kind of, they're in the matrix. They got to kind of present how they've been, you know what I mean? Because people are watching them and they got to kind of like, oh, hi and hi. So they're, they're not really pleasant. They're mostly depressed, but, <laughs> and they get tired and worn down. They be, when they get home, they're tired. They'd be like, because <sighs> they got to act all day and they get tired of acting. And that's why that could induce depression. Right. You got to act all day. You know, black men have the same problem. Ninja all day. Black men be like this. I can do some shuffling, too. Look out, man. What you going to do? Look out, boys. It's coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. That's ninjas all day long at the job, at the plant, on the work site. In the office all day. Hi, Tyrone. You'd be like, hi. I can do some shuffling too. Look out, man. What you going to do? Look out, boys. It's coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> Ninjas, black men shuffling for black women, for white women, for Latinas all day. Just shuffling. Ninja get home tired, shuffling for the police. Hi, Mr. Officer. Here's my ID. All ass ninja. You know what I mean? Like all day. Pretending, code switching. You get home, you depressed. You know what I mean? So that's how white women are. White women act all day long. And then they're supposed to be jipper and chipper and high attitude and cheerleader, high ponytail and rah-rah. They're supposed to do this and they really ain't like that. So don't get, don't get it twisted. Don't get it twisted. They can really break down when they back at home. You know what I mean? I had me a white woman. All right. And, and you know, behind, when they outside, they good. When they get at home, they crumple up. They be in the corner rocking. <laughs> right. They just gave, they break down, bro. And then the, the next day they up jipper again. When they go to work, they just all day. <laughs> You'd be like, damn, she's just a happy individual. She's so happy. They get home crying. <laughs> All right, anyway, man, I, this show's going to run out of time. I'll just let you know this right here. I can't go too long today. That's what he said. All right, let me see here. Now that we got distracted, it's crime and law CGA. Let's get to it right here. <laughs> he said, and they crazy. And they, yeah. Being that they're a little kind of aloof and distant and not from this planet, yeah, it kind of gets weird. Yep, hugging teddy bears. Uh, anyway, here we go right here, Crime and Law CGA. Remember when I told you the plantation days uh, when a plantation off worker, an overseer, a master, a son of a plantation owner would take a, a young lady and they'd have the ladies dance and have the ladies, you know, have their way with them and have them up in the bed. Everybody has the story that they just snatch them and it was just like, oh, I don't want to go. And I was like, not over 300 years. No way. 
350 years, there were people who were active participants. There were women who had hypergamy like, hey, yes, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll go in the house instead of live out here with these niggas. All right, I'm going to go in the house. And people were like, nah, coach, nah. And I was like, yes, that's plantation politics. That's essentially going. Uh, hypergamy don't care. Hypergamy don't rest. Over 320 years, you would have people go, I, were, I would have a baby with the master, <laughs> right? Because it would actually put the kids in a better situation instead of having a baby with the, the breeder or your broke ass, all right, Chicken George, then the kid's going to get sold off. So there's a strategy to go, yeah, because we even have it today. You see it today where people, women are saying, hey, I need to better my kids and put them in a better position. Hypergamy don't care. Hypergamy don't rest. And so when I say that, people get offended and hurt, but I'm like, no, it, it had to be that way. And we have stories and we have proof and evidence that it was this way. People just think that, that it couldn't be possible. Yeah, but people, people made that decision. And it's unfortunately, but it happens. And unfortunately, some of these women were very young because women tended to be skewed young to procreate. There was a window. There wasn't any birth control. There wasn't any IVF and there wasn't any careers. They start having babies young, mostly adolescent and into their early 20s. Now, I'm going to show you something that kind of proves this point in modern time. Yep, Bob Marley's mom did the same thing. Yeah, I mean, guys, people always want to make it some... Like it, was a, like it was just like a tragedy for 200, 325 years. Ninja, we've been free for 60 years, and look at us. <laughs> right? It hasn't been tragic. People still party. People still uh, shoot people. People still have fun having a party. People still relax even in their impoverished condition. People still have fun and smoke weed and fuck and all kind of shit. All right, so it's not like that stops. Now, here's the thing. I'm going to show you this story, and I think I presented this story before, but I've never presented it quite like this. This is a modern time in the same area. This is going to be in Virginia. Everybody knows, I believe, Virginia was below the Mason-Dixon line, so you had slavery there. And this was probably in the 2000s. But I want you to see this picture. I want you to see this picture and tell me what you think. Tell me something good. All right, take a look at this picture right here. What do you see here? What do you see here? All right, and I'll explain what this picture is. Mm -hmm. See this? So you have a dark skin, looks like a black woman, and an older white man. This is essentially what Bob Marley's father and Bob Marley's mother was. This would be what their picture probably would look like because he was in his 60s and she was 16. Okay, but in the picture, she's seated. She has a young child. He's a definitely an older man in his 60s, and there is a plantation hottie there they're dressed in antebellum slave attire like that's the slave period the antebellum uh what we call the peculiar institution period they're literally dressed like it so it's literally they took and they, they look at the look at the look at the um look at the decor in the back they literally have, have emulated what the potential look of this would be 100 years prior 115 years prior you see this shit she's happy she volunteering, and she has a baby there, and that baby is two, three-fifths, all right, or it's a drop of blood, or it's paper bag test, or it's a house Negro, or it's a mulatto. Take your pick. And I'm telling you that this probably is how it went, just letting you know. There wasn't no, I don't want to be here. It was, hey, this seems like a better situation for me, and I'm going to read what this is. It says, Virginia, Virginia State Congressman Joe Morrissey, takes an antebellum South-themed picture with his 19-year-old receptionist-turned-wife and their baby after Morrissey denied the fact and pleaded guilty to 
delinquency of a minor due to them starting their relationship when she was 17 years old, and this is 2015. All right, I presented this story before, okay, but this is the year 2015. So I think he was married at the time, and then he started a relationship with her. She was working in the house. She was working in the house, and all of a sudden he was like, let me, let me get into that poon, 17. She was 17 at the time they started the relationship. He had to, uh, he had to plead guilty to fondling her at 17 and being with her and mating with her and delinquency of a minor and then also then starting a relationship in a marriage in which she's smiling. And I think he was married at the time. He was married to another old white woman. Here we go. Huh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, Daddy. Now she probably was poor, downtrodden from a not not too good area. Somehow worked her way to come become a receptionist, and he took liberties. And she probably didn't reject him. And there's the child. Mm. <laughs> there is the child. Yes, slavery equals employment at that time. Y'all don't want to have that conversation. They don't want to have that conversation. All right, that's. <laughs> They don't want to have that conversation. I'm not going to get into it. But there it is because it was seen as a form of employment. But that's neither here nor there. All right. But but the complex conversation is this is kind of if you if you frame it and just run it back 100 years, 100, run it back 150 years, I can guarantee you there were many relationships like this. Where the woman used the hypergamy because it, here's the funny thing about it. People are always telling us about dating and courting. And I say, OK, go back to 1820. What was dating? What was dating for anybody in America? <laughs> what was dating? What, did they go out to restaurants? Did they meet on a dating app? Did a guy bring a woman flowers? Did a guy dress up in a suit and pick her up, my fair lady, and throw him on the horse and carriage? These guys, y'all come up with these ideas. Dating is a new idea created by new industry and pretty much big cities. What was dating? Okay, how did you date a person in the 1820s? How did you date a person in 1840? How did you date a person in Southern Reconstruction? How did you date a person in Jim Crow South? You didn't pick them up. It's crazy. And then, and then, you would have to say, for this situation here, he said hooking. So you got to think, man, a lot of people come up with these ideas of tradition, but it hasn't been really tradition. What was marriage? What was was there no hypergamy anymore in the 1800s, 17s? Everybody was just struggling to survive. Nobody, no women were trying to move their way up. No matter what their condition was, there also, there always was a fix is a bind. There always was a, I can get into a better position. Even if you think they don't have choice. But all that is, is these industries are business. Marriage and dating is a business industry. None of those things existed the way they existed today. Similarly, romance. Nobody was romance. Not Romance wasn't like that. Not, in, not even in that time. These are new Fandango ideas that people call traditional, and they're really not. You probably have more prostitution and, and free sex, unmarried marital sex, than you had, um, than you had um, romance. Romance. I mean, literally, if you had a black person in America for, for 400 years, nobody was having romantic sex. Very few. Very few. Uh, but y'all got to uh, get your heads out of your asses. Nobody was having babies out of love, and you still don't. Let's get to it. Crime and law, CGA. Um, I don't think he served jail time, and that's another thing here. Did he go to jail? Let me look it up. Joe Morrissey. 
Let me see if he went to jail for that uh, thing there. This niche is the new. Let me see if he went to jail. Uh, let's see here. Okay. He served six months in jail. But was it for? Okay, he's been in trouble quite often. This is recently. He's been in trouble for leaving children unattended. This is recently. He might have divorced that woman. <laughs> they might have already divorced. So he's recently been in jail, not for that situation, but for something else. And I can't read it there, but it looks like he's left his child unattended and they threw him in jail. Mm-hmm. All right. I don't see the wife, but she might have divorced his ass already, which is crazy. All right. Anyway, let's get back to it. Prime and law CGA. I'll be hurting feelings today, man. And every day. North Dakota woman allegedly attacked friend who confronted her over her coca use. What did I tell you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want you to listen, gentlemen, and listen close. Never underestimate the amount of times that you've had a weird interaction with a woman and she was high as a kite on something. Okay, a lot of women have drug issues, mainly because they get a lot of drugs for free. Uh, but she looks zooted and booted. They get kind of, they, they party for free, you know what I mean? Like, they don't have to pay for all their drugs. So if they don't have their inhibitions, if their inhibitions are uh, down, they'll be more likely to participate in this. It's kind of like alcohol. Most women don't buy much of the alcohol that they consume. So they're easy to get hooked on it. So then you have an interaction with her and you don't realize that she's drunk, zooted, or um, in a drug-induced stupor. All right, but of course, she don't want to get off the drugs either. And take a look. I know minus that, she probably wears a wig, okay? But how did she end up in North Dakota? She must be half Indian here. <laughs> she must be half Indian. I have, well, or original Indian. I have no idea. Uh, crime and law CGA goes on here. I got to get going. Update Matt Ariza, the punk God has allegedly been signed by the Kansas city chiefs. We got to give the Kansas city chiefs. Yeah. Apparently Chad's can bang underage girls and get away with it. But of course he was criminally prosecuted or attempted to be prosecuted and sued civilly. For a miscarriage of justice, I covered this story about three or four times. A 17-year-old young lady from California went to a party at San Diego State University, gave Matt Ariza the peace leave, and then proceeded to bang three other, three or more additional men after offering several other men pieces of punani. All right, and so that's one of the things with flatbacks. They tend to do things when they're young and then claim to be victims afterwards. That's why we say, how many false allegations do you see out here? All right, how many false allegations do you see? So she went there, volunteered Punani to like eight men. Only three or four men took it up. Matariza was the first one to do her in the bushes. And then she proceeded to say she was great at the party, naming Matariza. Unfortunately, Matariza was like, hey, man, bro, I thought she went to my school. I was going to get in. A, he got drafted by the Buffalo Bills. Then she tried to go get money from him, only to find out that when they were um, going through the case, the young woman, uh, her friends didn't back up her story. Her friends was like, she went there specifically to go drop neck. 
She went there specifically to hook up and she was not great. All right. So her friends turned on her and, and called her out. And then they examined him, use all the text messages, and they eventually exonerated Matariza because she gave the peace leave up willingly. And he supposedly was the first one. So the false alligators, she tried to come out with a false allegation, but but let me get up the false alligator sign right here. Let me get the song going. Yeah. Even though in California, even though in California the age of consent is 18, this is one of these cases where he did not get in trouble because the woman didn't present herself as a minor. All right. And she was a high school senior at the time. So she was a high schooler and she went to the college party. One of the things we have to understand is that uh, you got to be on your P's and Q's because you do have young women try to play older. And if you were a young man between the ages of 18 and 22, you could be likely these these kids are out here. I mean, young women have been doing this for a long time. So even though she was a minor in California, he did not get a statutory grape because she was at a college party and she was a volunteer and she never presented herself as a minor. All right. So anyway, the result of that is we thought his career would be over, but it looks like he's getting a second chance. So I have to, as much as I don't like to give the Kansas City Chiefs any props here, but the alleged grape case was dropped. Uh, she will not be uh, getting any money, and I believe she's going to be fine. She should be fine and suspended for this, and they announced that they're not going to criminally charge him in this case and or civilly. So, yeah, man, if you remember this story, when I broke down the story and read it, this girl was crazy. They were saying she was walking up to everybody, and she was saying, and this was a house party. So, again, um, yeah, and somebody said even they have fake IDs. But they said she was walking up to guys at the party as a 17-year-old high school senior, walking up to them, telling them to bump. She was like, you better F me now. And when they turned them down, she, they turned her down. There were guys that were turning her down. And... um. She was calling them gay. She was like, you must be gay. You must be. She sign language them. And so the guys are like, well, all right. <laughs> all right. And then she acted like she got game great. Right. It was like, all right, if you're going to give it to me. They said she had. Yeah. Yeah. She she had sex with at least four guys at the party. Willingly, her friend said. And she was ready to throw it up in college, man. It's crazy. Yeah. But uh, uh, along with Josh Gideon, Matt Ariza, apparently. You could get away with it. Now, if your black ass is out here doing it, you could trust your ass might end up like Emmett Till. So don't mess around with these white women like that. Uh, you got you to gotta check some ID, brothers. Uh, what do we got here? Crime and law CGA, allegedly a Nebraska prison guard convicted of sexually abusing uh, murderer inmates and having a baby with him to avoid jail sentence. <sighs> Ladies, man, y'all got to get it together out here. Y'all got to go NDIRE and get it together. All right. Another Kaylee, man. It's Flatback Friday. <laughs> well, this is a Millie Mouth Muskrat. Okay. All right. All right. So, um, yeah, she back there giving Keandre, Glocktavius, <laughs> and all of them peace leaves. She boning mad peace leaves, including men convicted of deletion. Uh, there's something to be said at about the female psyche that when they're young or they're in a situation where um, they like men who are dangerous. This is a thing that somebody's going to say, I'm making excuses for him. Ninja, I cannot help female nature. Women like dangerous men. 
Now, they might deny it, but they all go through a phase of liking dangerous men. So this is a prison guard, which we've done this. We've actually looked at it, and I had a call-in show of people who worked in law enforcement, and they say, yes, this is a very common occurrence where women will volunteer to work uh, with men, in these, and they end up fornicating with them, some having babies. Some of these women are already gang members, and they're, they're, they go behind the scenes and help out you know, the white supremacist gangs, the Mexican gangs. The black gangs. Uh, there's so many stories about this of women getting pregnant by by inmates, male inmates. What is it called? Okay, hybristophilia. Yeah, some some women love dangerous men. All right, there was a video I was going to show you of a. I think it was a Latino woman, maybe a white woman. She was definitely with a black guy, and she was. I think it might have been a light skinned black woman. I can't remember. I was going to show it, but I didn't have any context. But the point was. She was running around recording herself. And my man going to shoot you. And my man going to whoop your ass. And she, <laughs> I'm like, these women give, get uh, kids killed. They got, you get men killed out here. And if you don't understand it, you'll go out here and she'll set you up because she just wanted to see you fight for her, for her, uh, whatever it is. And then you end up dying. She don't give a fuck. Now, some women grow out of it, but some women don't. Some women don't. Um, we saw that the woman, uh, what's her name? She's a black R&B singer. Carrie Hilson. Carrie Hilson was talking about that, and she's 40. I need a man that's dangerous and to protect me. <laughs> it's just, I need him to be tall and big like a gorilla, and he got to be able to beat somebody's ass. We was listening to another woman recently, like, you know, uh, we liked it if he whooped some ass. It's it's a thing that they have in them, and it and it goes way back to our biological um, how we're how we're raised. They like dangerous men, even the guys, even when they grow out of the phase, they will find men that aren't dangerous, boring. Yes, Neil Long even said I dated drug dealers when I was young, and I like thugs and pookies. Uh huh. And they complain about them. The very men they mostly complain about are the men that they desire. But it's dumb, isn't it? It's dumb. Not all women end up being like this, but it is what it is. Uh, they start off like this. Yeah. No, Carrie Hilson was the other one. But Nia Long was the one that started off talking about she dated drug dealers. Carrie Hilson's 40 talking about she liked dangerous men. And they she got roasted for that. Let me see here. Dangerous men. Let me see if I can pull it up. This is uh, Carrie Hilson here talking about it right here. She only wants to date dangerous men. Carrie Hilson. <laughs> I only want to date dangerous men. It's sitting right there. Her statement, exactly. Carrie Hilson. She right here. She wants a strong sense of protection. This bitch is 40. Right here. I feel like my man, wait, I like to feel like my man is dangerous when necessary. Mm. Carrie Hilson. Right there. I just like feeling that strong sense of protection in every form. In every form. That means that means she'll shoot out, stab wounds. She's like sense of protection in every form as his woman. But I prefer and pray that he never has to exercise it. All right. <laughs> you know, they just don't get over it. And then when they're victimized for it, then you're then then they go full Cassie mode on you. Crime and law CGA. Crime and Law CGA right here. Brandy Glanville. I don't know who she is, but she looks like a zooted flatback. Kaylee turned to Karen. Accuses Andy Cohen, 
them boys. I'm not going to say what race, what people. We know I can't say that. Of s- sexual harassment, inviting her to watch him have Duke shoot sex with another Bravo star. Take a look at this, ladies and gentlemen, right here. What are we doing? Hey, look at this. Okay. Okay. Now, for people who don't know, Andy Cohen is not only one of them boys. I'm not going to say what race, what people. We know I can't But say Andy that. Cohen is also a pooter intruder, allegedly. I don't know if he's out. I don't know if he's out like Diana Ross or coming out. But we have an alleged heterosexual woman suing a reading rainbow nuke pooter intruder for sexual harassment. And then just send it. <laughs> There ain't no way, man. We gone, man. We done jumped the shark. And you watched it, didn't you? Okay, so he invited you to watch. Did you watch it? That's what I want to know. And if you went to go watch it after he invited you, you're the problem. Why are you suing him? All right, so he he invited you. He invited you and you was like, okay, I'll go. And you didn't want to go, but you went. Why did you go? Well, he had power over me and I, I could have got a promotion. But he invited you to go watch him bang another person? Or did he pitch or catch? I have no idea and I don't care. Hey, yo, chill, son. Hey, yo. <laughs> and you went and you watched it and then you left. It's like the Harvey Weinstein and he was jerking off in the bush and you were like looking at it. And I didn't know what to do. I just... And he started jerking off in the plant. You didn't go check the door. You didn't be like, okay, I'm out. No. Hey, yo, chill, son. Hey, yo. How the hell? You, <laughs> they come up with anything, bro. Man, where's the false alligators at? <laughs> Dude, there's nothing. There's nothing. This case is a nothing burger. How the hell do you explain this shit? Forever the victim. This was an extraordinary abuse of power that left Miss Glanville feeling trapped and disgusted. Apex Predators, man. And she was fully there snorting. He probably told her I got lines of coca too and she probably skedaddled over there. She was like, you got coca? Here I come. And I say that allegedly. (laughs) These people. These people, man. What's wrong with people? Last, I think, Crime Law, Crime Law CGA. How many more I got? Okay, I got, I got one more. I thought I had this other segment. Okay, yeah, I got one more Crime Law CGA. Sad news to report here. Uh, let's put this up on the screen. Crime Law CGA, yeah. Play it. Missouri Teacher of uh, the Year uh, wrote eerie fake book message hours before deleting her four kids. <laughs> Now, if you don't know here, one thing that we empower men with the truth, we tell you that the most dangerous parent that a child can have is the mother. In fact, if there is any abuse um, of the child, it's more likely from the mother, except when the mother is abused as well. If the mother is abused, then the child probably has a likelihood of being abused. And we're talking about extreme abuse, not no yelling, verbal, emotional abuse bullshit. So if a child dies, it is more likely that the mom will die with the child, like meaning that the father will take the both of them out. He will rarely take the children out 
solo. Solo. Now, with that being said, if the if it's not both of them going, it's the mother more likely to delete their children. Or mothers are more likely statistically to delete their children, especially when there's a custody case. If there's a custody case involved and it looks like she's going to get 50-50 custody or she's going to lose custody, she more likely to, to, to delete their kids. All right. As a matter of fact, saying basically La Llorona, La Llorona, basically saying if, if I can't have them, nobody can have them. Yep. So they're the gatekeeper. They're the gatekeeper. They play gatekeeper. So let me go ahead and tell you the story. Sad story, but it's a reality. It's a truth and nobody will tell it. Only CGA will. Uh, Bernadine Presner was a professor and former teacher of the year in Missouri or misery who was accused of deleting her four children and herself by starting a mattress fire. And it says right here that according to the St. Louis County police who believe the fatal house fire, which killed her, the kids and the family dogs was a deletion self deletion. Yep. According to the television station, parents found a note left behind um, by her that outlined her plans. And she was on Facebook as another persona. I'm not going to say what it is. And it says the children's names were, we're not going to reveal the names either. But here it says right here, Bernadine wrote a final Facebook message saying her kids were peacefully sleeping in her bed. And so you can see there's no father present right there. Uh, praying mantis them got all the kids bait and switched them and stole the kids uh women steal and kidnap kids more than anybody in the world all right and they will call it protecting them and keeping custody and they'll make you fight for custody and they just kidnap the kids it's straight up kidnapping by the way we need to call it what it is when the mother just runs off with the kids they have kidnapped the kids but unfortunately there's no recourse they'll just tell the men to go through the courts all right unfortunately and then the men have to spend thousands of dollars to get kids back. Um, going further down the list, it says right here, she's a former math teacher, author, and associate assistant professor. And ladies, yes, stop kidnapping your damn kids and saying it's hard to raise them. And the father has to be in their lives. You're kidnapping your kids. All right. And guys, start telling women that they're kidnapped their kids. The father's not in their lives and we moved and he don't be here. Oh, did you kidnap your kids? Huh? How did you get a, do you have a custody order that says you keep the kids the majority of the time? They don't. They don't have a custody order that says they have primary custody of the kids. More than likely they have kidnapped the kids. All right. Continuing here. I'm, I'm, I'm empowering you guys. Ferguson police. Is this Ferguson where, uh, uh, Michael Brown got shot? I think they said it was Missouri. Ferguson police, a police say first respondents found five deceased people, three family dogs inside the burning house. Why does a woman have four kids and three dogs? Okay. That's way too much work. Bernadine was involved in a bitter divorce and custody case. That There it is right there. That's all you need to know. That's all you need to know right there. These women kidnap the kids, kill the kids, keeping them away from the father at all costs. And it says right here, the four deceased children had two different baby daddies. God damn. She then kidnapped them from two baby daddies. And she's a professor. I told you about these academias, man. They liberal Marxist lunatics. All right. And probably drug addicts uh, most of the time. So here it is right here. Two different fathers. One, Jared Spader, was the father of two kids. David uh, Presner 
was the father of the two youngest, I'm assuming. And uh, it says right here, what I would want everyone to know about my two wonderful children is that they are the greatest gift that a father could ever ask for. And she just killed him. She just killed him. These people are evil, man. <laughs> just kill the kids. Okay, here we go right here. To see, all right, he's big upping the kids right here. And shout out to the Coogee sweater ad. In a statement from Brett, Brett Bernadine's family, said that ongoing litigation in custody cases meant Birdie got to an awful place. Stop it. She did not get to an awful place. She's a selfish bitch. That's what she got from. She was not in an awful place. She was being a selfish, toxic, bitter baby mama. And she's she's just like almost all baby mamas out here. They're toxic and bitter. So instead of sharing their kids like you're supposed to, I'm going to delete the kids. And, and, and she, it says she's involved in an ugly custody battle. No, she shouldn't be involved in an ugly custody battle. She should actually stop kidnapping her kids. She kidnapped her kids and made the daddy get in a custody battle. All right, I've been doing this for 36 years, and this is probably one of the ugliest custody scenarios ever, said an attorney. Okay, and what else? There's a GoFundMe page to help pay for the memorial service. Okay, of course, she ain't got no money. Hi, yeah, yeah. These broads are just, and you know what? It's not just the women in this case. You know what it is? It's the system that protects these women. It's the system that keeps saying when the men keep trying to voice their opinion about custody and child support, it's the system. It's the normies that keep shooting these men down. Well, if you would just take care of your kids. These are the married, married, sucker for love ninjas. You want to get married? These are the bitches you marrying out here. It's the system. It's the attorneys. It's the judges. It's the child support. It's the social workers. It's the bitter baby moms that keep that that are not listening to men that keep voicing their opinions and they just keep shooting us down, calling us deadbeats and broke. But they let these women kill their kids and then you never hear their name again. Let men go out and delete their kids. You know they first and last name with the middle name. They be like James Earl Ray, uh, Lee Harvey Oswald. But because it's a business and they want to keep you guys out here, they don't never highlight these stories. This is why I highlight them. Yes, and it's also the, the rapists out here, the therapists. They got blood on their hands. And I've been saying these courts got blood on their hands. And not only when they're kids, when these kids become adults and failures and failures to launch and then the cycle continues, these courts are the ones, these the rapists, these counselors, these social workers, these lawyers, they got the blood on their hands and this shit kind of triggers me because I go through this shit too these women emotionally kill these kids even when they physically don't and there you go right here she all on Facebook being the mother of the year I'm doing it all by myself and then when you had to share your kids you decided if I can't have them nobody else can these women don't have to physically delete their kids. They delete their kids emotionally and spiritually well before they enter the world of adulthood and this is not even a argument at this point take it or leave it anyway hit the like button that's crime and law cga i got one more segment coming up and it is going to be the main event let me catch up on some super chats let me catch up on some super chats man it's crazy it's a crazy crazy world it's an evil world we live in right it's an evil world and of course she's a coward she doesn't even stand to to uh, accept her responsibility she takes herself out what a coward. I have no sympathy for that broad. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. 
MJ, coach, my 44-year-old overweight Zoloft taking divorcee, three kids from two different men girlfriend, just said she wanted to give up sex for lit six weeks out, uh, six weeks without poon. Best way to handle this ish, please. Go to the junior college. <laughs> All right. Go to the junior college. By the way, dump that woman, bruh. She got three kids and two baby daddies, and she fat. Man, brothers. Brothers. Get rid of her. Vegan money. My date last night had a selfie of herself set for her phone in Apple Watch wallpaper. It's giving narcissists. Should I run? Yes, indeed. She has her own self. All right. Has her wallpaper like. <laughs> oh, man. By the way, the little spirit does, uh, determines that they love themselves. They're infatuated with their own vision. All right. Um, the Lilith sat by the side of a riverbank and looked at a reflection. She was so fascinated. In fact, the mirror was the the black mirror, as they call it, the, the first mirrors. Um, once women discover mirrors, it was like women discovering camera cell phones. They became addicted. In fact, there's a st- fairy tale that says mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the fairest of them all? Right. And they were just so fascinated with their own reflection that they would talk to the mirror in the fairy tale. And that's how women became to become obsessive and obsessed with themselves. The black mirror, right? Um, They start to develop from their cocoon. They come out and they develop. Once they start developing, they see what it is and they're fascinated by their own prettiness. You will find that more women think other women are attractive as opposed to men being attractive. And this is where the narcissism comes from them. And it's just a part of their development. Yes. Um, and you will actually see this by how many uh, selfies that they will post. And they will take pictures and get in the right lighting and put the makeup on and the hair. And they'll be snap, 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 snap. And they'll even record themselves. They'll do a video like this and they'll just be looking at themselves. And be like. Right. They'll record like 20 of them videos and then they'll find the best one and they'll put music on it. Like. Now, they ain't doing it. They ain't doing it for you to see. They just fascinated with themselves. Mm. (laughs) And they can't stop. They can't stop. But anyway, they can't stop how I feel. You ever see them? They be like, mm, mm, mm. upside down, or you turn me inside out. They just be <laughs> round and round, upside down. You turn me. <laughs> and then they do the look back. All right, anyway, let me stop. Because this show can't go very long, and I'm already wasting. I'm just wasting time. Shout out to the Bisco. Mystical free agent lifestyle with the co-sponsorship. I'm rich, bitch. He says witchcraft isn't inherently negative. Yes. And he says we talked about that. But he says it's all about the intentions behind the thoughts and actions that matter. It's black magic when the rights of others are violated or to obtain things unjustly. Right. It's kind of like to me, it's like prayer. Prayer can be positive and it can be negative. 
right? You're, people think I prayed once and I should get, right? They were they're in a usury situation with God. They only pray when they get in trouble. They turn to Christ when they get in trouble, right? That, that is a negative approach to prayer. So inherently it's selfish of praying for others, continual praying, you know what I mean? Doubling down, investing in the prayer, you know what I mean? That would be positive prayer, but there's negative prayer as well. So yes, uh, John Doe says, I think that the fact that black men and white women have to consistently put on the act may play a role in why they are attracted to each other. Uh, for sure, they kind of share some si similar characteristics and there's some sympathy there, all right? Uh, that goes a long way, but they also will, you know, the problem is they will whip that damn scorpion tail around on the black man real quick. Shout out to Doc Note says, Coach, your humor has tears down my face. On a serious note, what are your thoughts on the economic cost of cheating? That is wives using family income on side dudes they really like. It's probably pretty rare. I think more wives buy drugs with some family income than they do spend it on other men. But it could happen. Like, I think more women are engaged in, in, in spending money on recreational drugs than they do um, other men. But, you know, some families are on a tight budget, and you will find that they might be doing a little bit of something like that. I don't find that wives spend money on side dues, unless they're really wealthy, unless they're wealthy. But, yes, uh, there is an economic cost of cheating. Personal freedom. Matt Ariza never touched her. Okay. I thought he admitted to banging her. On the on the porch of the house, I thought I thought he admitted to that, but who knows? That's what I originally thought. But maybe he's saying I didn't do it. <laughs> he said I didn't do it now, so there's why he probably is not going to get prosecuted. One, two, three, four. Uh, Rusted Junk says, uh, "Good morning, CGA. Since we are in our early, in the early 2024, can we please get a review of the Ten Commandments of the Free Agent Lifestyle? Shout out to you." A.A. Ron says, I'm curious at this point in your life, do you consider coach a title or a nickname? That's a very, that's a very, that's a very interesting thought. I, it's more of a nickname now. I mean, because I used to be a coach coach, but uh, I actually consider changing my coach Greg Adams name back in 2019. So I'm kind of stuck with it now, but I have kind of used CGA. People have been using CGA to describe me much less Coach Greg Adams. Unfortunately, kind of Coach Greg Adams is on the channels and all this stuff, but but the most of the branding that you'll probably see and that you've seen lately is CGA, Notorious CGA. So, you know, the Coach Greg Adams things does limit my audience. But anyway, Eric Powell says, the dating streets feel different over the past six months. Females are just flat out behaving like pros. There's no more expectations on dating, of dating and relationships anymore, which tells us, which tells us we've gone right into prostitution, which I've said dating stems from prostitution. Okay, I've done an entire breakdown on it. Don't just hear me say that and run with it. You got to listen to where, how I mean. And it was just a slippery slope until we got back to prostitution. When we left dating, when we left courting and went to dating, which people thought dating was synonymous with prostitution. They could not tell the difference. It was a slippery slope until we got here. All it needed to be was an economic collapse. And now we're in direct line of mostly kind of women saying a variety of pay-for-play options. That's what it is. You need to pay for the dinner. Okay, which I broke down why men pay for dinner and why men should not have to pay for dinner today. If you choose to pay for dinner, fine. 
but there should be a reason why a man doesn't have to today. But women are saying, no, he has to pay or nothing. It's getting fucked up out here. Anyway, Larry says, I got a few people that need this shut your bitch ass up clip today. He says, would you mind helping out? Thank you. I think I can help with that. I think I can, but hmm, it's actually not here. Where is it? I don't know where it is. I lost it. It's not set up today. It's not set up. Let me see. I got it right here. Here we go. Shut your bitch ass up. <laughs> yeah, there it is right there. There it is. And guys, there's still guys denying it. And I think dating coaches are going to go scramble more to try to figure out how they can convince men not to, not to simp or trick. <laughs> because they're going to have to convince men to still cold approach women. Like, that's how I, I do. You're dating coaches. You're in trouble. Shout out to our brother, Everett. And that's a co-sponsorship. I'm rich, bitch. All right, that was earlier today. I got you, but I gave you your co-sponsorship. So dating coaches, there's some future business in there, but you got your hands full today. Women will take money. Women will take money outright today. Like, uh, by the way, they're not, they're not turning tricks for money, but they're finding guys to pay somebody fucking rent. Like, it's going to be crazy out here. It's going to be crazy. I feel bad for y'all because you guys are, hear me out. Hear me out. I'm not, I'm not saying you guys should do anything, but tr- join me on Locals. But what I'm telling you is you guys are up shit's Creek in the dating marketplace. Remember, dating is dead. Dating is dead. It's been dead. Now, do people still date? Yes, but the industry as, as a whole of what we dated in the 90s and 2000s is absolutely dead, and it ain't coming back. With that being said, some guys are going monk mode. Some guys are finding a way to simp. Some dudes are getting their passport. Some dudes are tricking. Some dudes are partially tricking. Some, dude, uh, some dudes are still running game. The simp economy is real, and it's not changing. It's not changing. I'm not one of these guys that try to pull things back to the old days. As you noticed, I don't think I've ever said many times, like compared to what I've said, I'm more looking always to the future. I'm always looking at what things are going to become. That's why they call me Coach Stradamus. Sorry, that's why they call me Coach Stradamus. Like I'm not trying to take women back to the 50s. I'm not trying to take men back to the 50s. I'm not trying to take men back to the 90s. I'm not trying to take women back to the 90s. I'm always going what's ahead. That's what separates me from all the rest on YouTube. That's what separates. I'm the only one looking forward. And when I look forward, I say, whatever you guys are saying today, you're going to look like an idiot in five years. You're going to look like an idiot in 10 years. You're going to look like an idiot in 15 years. As a matter of fact, the free agent lifestyle preceded the passport bro movement. Which in that book, as you see on the cover there on your screen, I told y'all to start traveling. That was preceding the Passport Bro movement. Now, it didn't precede men traveling or black men traveling. That was already in action. It just wasn't mainstream. But I was already telling y'all before I knew that was a thing, y'all did just need to get your passport. It was in the book. Now, I didn't say it for pursuing sex i was saying that to pursue culture get out leave jacksonville i was always moving forward and i'm the only one that's why people don't like me and they're trying to find fault
because they're trying to move everybody back. And as a historian, I'm here to tell you, it is not going back. You either deal with it or not. That's my, that's my selling point. That's always my selling point. You either deal with it or not. That's what you're going to deal with. Dragging it back or you look for the needle in the haystack. You look for the needle in the haystack. That's, that's what I sell over here. I'm not selling y'all ninjas. I'm going to get these holes to change and I'm going to tell y'all how to run 90s game. Mm-mm. And almost inevitably, I'm right. You give it time, a year, three years, five years, it's exactly where I say it's going to be. That's, that's, that's unfortunately, a lot of dating coaches don't like that about me. It ain't coming back. Running game and all that shit, nightclubs and running game at nightclubs. Dude, you go over there, he says, adapt or overcome or volunteer or get out or sit this shit out. I'm just letting y'all know. Y'all hoping marriage comes back? It ain't coming back, y'all. You're hoping marriage come back. You're hoping the black community comes back. It is not coming back. That's another dead idea. And the only way it comes back. <laughs> yep. The only way it comes back is if the economy completely collapses and there's a world war on American soil. That's the only way we would flip it back, at least for a period of time. Other than that, forget it. Or a religious awakening or a massive plague, a massive STI plague that wipes people the fuck out like overnight. And we've already had that AIDS. Now nobody, now we live with it and or aliens or mass immigration, but even mass immigration ain't going to help. Now, if you think this is a situation where, oh, this depresses me, what do we do? Guys, I've already told you what to do. Free agent lifestyle. You better adapt now because the later you adapt to it, the, you're going to be fucked. I know this sucks for a lot of guys because you want the women to change and the men to change. It ain't going to happen, bro. It ain't happening. It's not going to happen. Women got too much access to people off site. I'm telling you, uh, high-end nightclubs, the women are selling pussy in the, cl- in the club. They don't have to wait for y'all Mac-ass ninjas to show up. They'll charge your ass 500 bucks right there. they're doing it, bro. They're doing it. And they're going to do way more of it. They're going to do way more of it. Watch what more women are going to catch on to it. And it's a wrap. So you walk up to them. They already looking like you got cash app. And game guys are going to be like, man, just skip them girls. Okay. Just skip them. But give it five, 10 years. You're going to have to skip almost every woman. Ninja. (laughs) You're going to skip them. Skip them and go to the next one. Okay, go ahead. Skip them and go to the next one. I don't mind that. Skip them and go to the next one. But you're going to be running. You're going to be chasing your tail, bro. You're going to be chasing your tail. It's only a matter of time. (laughs) Keep going or you're going to be going down to lower and lower quality women. I really got to get on with this show. Shout out to Kaylin says, Coach, when you spoke in regards to monogamy, when it comes to being loyal to someone after they die, it's telling no one could be ever be loyal. And be that loyal. So, yes, monogamy doesn't exist. All right. Shout out to you. All right. I got to get to the main event. I was going to show y'all some other stuff. Because I got to be off at. I got to be off in really 30 minutes. Or even earlier. All right. Let me show you this. Well, what is going on here? Check this out. Let's go to the pimp ninjas. All right. What is this segment called? Is it called anything? It's not called anything. 
So we'll keep this banner up. I want you to look at this movie. This movie is called The Mac. Now, Pimp Ninjas will act like they, and Mouthpiece Ninjas will act like they are not selling love. They'll act like the holes that they're pimping are on the track that they're not attached to them. But we know pimps use something called the lover boy, the lover boy tactic. That's kind of what they're trying to attach to Andrew Tate. In fact, what they'll do is they'll start off soft and then they'll switch it up. They'll bait and switch, right? Come in, fly in. I love you. I love you. But they'll act like I'm the pimp and I got these holes in check, right? That's eventually comes afterwards. But they got to get them in using romance, dating, love. You're my only one. You're going to be my top hole. And they'll never tell you that, but they do this. A lot of girls that they pimp, unless they have a stable, a lot of girls that they pimp are their girlfriend. They start off as girlfriend. And she'll be a broken woman, and they'll promise them a relationship and promise they're going to make a lot of money. And then after a while, a couple of weeks, a month, two months, three months, they'll switch it up, and they'll put her ass on the track. Hey, just get out there, man. Sell a little booty for your boyfriend. They'll start off like that. Now, I'm going to show you this. Pimp guys won't tell you this, but I know this. Watch this. This movie is from uh, called The Mac. This clip, I'm going to play you. This is supposedly right here. This is one of the Mac ass ninjas. This is a girl. He eventually started going out and pimping, but watch how he started. He started off simping. Watch this. I'm going to be everything to you. I'm going to be your father. I'm going to be your friend. I'm going to be your lover. But you got to believe in me. You gotta believe that everything I tell you to do is for the best. For both of us, okay? Alright, I gotta turn down the music right now. I gotta turn down the music. It's uh, a toast to what we're getting into. Yep. So. What the point that I'm telling you is all these hardcore ninjas that be like, I got these girls, I pimping them, I'm a pimp, pimp, pimp. They start off like that. Simple. I choose you, baby. You my baby. And you this and that. Yeah, that's this the ism. <laughs> okay. Shout out to Goldie right here. They all start out like this. But they be telling you, man, I'm down and cold on the broad, and I'll be pulling my pimp hand back and I keep a whole in check. But nope, they start off like that. They gotta start off like that. Because unless they have a stable or well-known and the woman chose them, they got to start off like that. And they don't tell you that shit. It's part of the game. But they have y'all out here, oh, I got the mouthpieces shooting straight from the hip and boom, boom, boom. But in order to get them on the, on the track, that's how they got to start off. And then they heel turn. <laughs> then they bait and switch them. And then they become, but before they even bait and switch them, they got to get them to turn a couple tricks. And then they count the money and they say, look what we did. Then when a girl want to quit, but I just want to be with you, Goldie. She like, nah, bitch, you got to go out there and do a little bit more job. You can't, nah, 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 nah. Rain, hell, sleet, or snow. Then they got to get her back here. They got to get her back there. They don't tell you that part. I'm here to tell you that they be out here simping like a motherfucker. <laughs> they be simping in the DM. All the things they tell you not to do, simping the Instagram models, simping the girls on IG, they, they do the exact same thing. They be simping in the DMs. They be simping when they all cuddled up and they with their girl. They be out there simping. They be out there, baby, it's you, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They be up in there talking that shit. They ain't in there like, oh, girl, you go take it, take it or leave it. They don't do that. And I'm here to tell you, they don't be doing it. All right, they be out there simping and telling you and calling you a simp. <laughs> all right. Anyway, let's take a look here. Instead of Flatback Fridays, what do we got here? Why back Becky's? 
Look at this. Oh, my goodness. This girl is ample. This girl's got a lot going on. We've got a lot going on. Let's take a look, man. And Agor, this is the Lilith spirit. We're going to take a look here. This is the spirit of Lilith. Take a look. Uh, oh, oh, Ninja. How did I know? Niggas always got to show they teeth. It's never far behind, Ninja. Like a moth to a flame. Never far behind. And this woman is definitely left over for the suburbs. She can't do nothing out there in the suburbs, Ninja. But Ninja's love them a big old monster back whale. White. Whiter the whiter the better. <laughs> And they be proud, too. They be happy and sniggling. And she look at her, the spirit of Lilith, and she's not even looking at him. She's looking at herself, and she's going to broadcast this all across. Look at what I got. I got me a Glocktavius. Indeed. Yes, indeed. She happy as hell, and he happy. They happy. So that's what it is, and you can ask Giz. What else we got here? Uh, more ninjas showing off scraps, all right? And more scraps showing off ninjas. Hello, world. Money blessings to everybody. Oh, man. Look at this ninja, man. Blink twice, ninja. Sugar Baba is this? Who warm embrace is this? This ninja show at teeth. Oh, ninja, tell me you a scrap sexual. Tell me you not a hobosexual ass ninja. Oh, man. And she like, get in my video, baby. And look, she got pictures all on the back. Oh, man, they in love, ninja. I'm in love with you. Love with you. I'm in love. Man, what is that? I'm looking at her like, wait a minute. Wow, he an old pookie. <laughs> Shout out to the old pookie right there. And ninjas be like, man, I get bad bitches out here. I got the mouthpiece. He literally got the mouthpiece in his mouth. Holy moly. Man, ninjas, man, I'm proud of y'all today. I'm proud of y'all. More ninjas showing scraps. Here we go right here. <laughs> so, yeah, this who topped me off tonight. Balls and all. Uh-huh, balls and all, baby. So yeah, this who topped me off tonight. Balls and all. Uh-huh. Balls and all. Ninjas don't <laughs> They can't act like they've been there before, man. Act like you've been here before, bruh. You got all of your Millie Mouth muskrats and master splinters. You gotta throw them. Okay, as soon as you get one, you gotta let everybody know. And yeah, she looks good. She cute. And then the other one is a plain Jane. And look at her. She's like, whoops. I don't want my daddy to know that I'm with Glocktavius. And there it is right there. He got to tell everybody he about to get Kaylee to drop that it's neck. barbecue in there. And she about to drop that neck. But that man, that woman been ran through more times than the Holland Tunnel Ninja. You putting the holes on the internet now? We putting the holes on the internet? All right. Yep. There it is. Mouth wide open. Oh, future allegations coming your way. <laughs> and yes, he about to tag team them nasty bras. He is. All right. Uh, let me get to the main event. How about that? Because I got to really, really close up this show here. Main event. <laughs> right here. All right, main event. What do we got here? We got uh, Tinder CEO. Tinder's new CEO. You saw her on the internet real quick. Tinder's new CEO has this to say about the dating app experience of women. Now, we're going to tell you why she's doing this. But Tinder's new CEO says, quote, we probably have dropped the ball on women's experience on dating apps. 
Okay. It says right here, um, the let's go back down here. There she is right there. We have a Ling Ling, the new Tinder CEO. Uh, this is going to fail drastically. This is going to fail drastically. I'm just letting you know in an interview at Match's New York office earlier this month before the lawsuit was filed. We'll talk about that. This person acknowledges she has a lot to do. Driving paying users. Paying users is one of Tinder's top priority for 2024. Okay. Okay. So Tinder's a little bit late to the game, by the way. We actually, if you're on CoachGregAdams.Locals.com, we went over eight-plus websites where women, um, where men are paid users, and sometimes women, sometimes women, uh, but but um, women are overwhelmingly on there. They're flocking to these sites mainly because they're in an economic situation or they think they know their worth. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Tinder was a hookup app. Let me tell you what Tinder was. Tinder was clearly a hookup app. Then it kind of pivoted to a relationship-seeking app, which was a failure. It actually frustrated men and women because women came over to obviously a hookup joint and then they tried to say, hey, I, I know someone who fell in love on Tinder. But really, it was misleading. It was misleading. There were some people who probably... You know, a guy that had scarcity that got into a relationship that fell in love. But Tinder was never supposed to be a place to find relationships. Neither were Bumble. But they kind of, in order to make money and drive users, they let those women stay on the app. Now, it wasn't financially good for the business. As you can see here, Bumble, Bumble absolutely collapsed because they wanted to give power to women. Let me go ahead and show you right quick. Let me see here. Right here, Bumble stock fell, CEO got kicked out. So what they tried to do then next, and she came over from Tinder, as a matter of fact, the person that created Bumble, um, she co-founded Tinder, but um, but uh, she got into a lawsuit, if I'm not mistaken, a sexual harassment lawsuit, I believe, and then she left out with her rich boyfriend. Let me go sit, show you here. This is the Bumble creator. She basically had a wealthy boyfriend, and they... And he doubled down on the app. And the app was supposed to be the feminist version of Tinder. And it gave women the power to communicate. But it was a failure. Why was it a failure? Why was it a failure? Because women came over to a hookup joint to try to force men into relationships and give them power. But it wasn't financially feasible. It wasn't sustainable. Because there was not much money into it. I mean, men would pay for a little bit of premium. But there was not much money in it. And there wasn't money in it for the women. So it was just massive frustration. What the Tinder CEO is saying is we need to pivot to a to a what driving paying users. So this is where the dating marketplace is monetizing. Yes, men are going to pay and some women are going to pay. And it says right here and they're targeting Gen Z. This is important. This is important. Why? Because as most people are discovering, especially as they come on to my locals, Gen Z are not using Tinder like that. They're more apt to use Instagram and they will use it to monetize themselves or what else? Seeking arrangements. So let's go to that. And they're behind the eight ball. What happened to seeking arrangements? Well, the first thing that happened to seeking arrangements was this. Let me see if I can pull it up. Do I have it? Uh, Let's see here. Let me go. Oh, here it is. The first thing that happened to seeking arrangements was the creator of Seeking Arrangements, which was a sugar daddy app. Um, the, the, the creator of it got married to one of his sugar babies. All right, so I, I announced this in 2022. 
he got married. Then what happened was because of the idea that it was a sugar daddy app, Apple and uh, let's see here. Let me pull this up just so you can see it so I can read it directly. Uh, Let's see here. Why is it not coming up? Here it is. It says right here, they had to rebrand. They rebranded to a dating app. They rebranded. It says right here, what happened to Seeking Arrangement and why it was rebranded. According to news, Seeking Arrangements has rebranded due to the recent changes in the iTunes store. In fact, Seeking Arrangements drama started in China where this app was more downloaded than WeChat, which is China's most important social networking app. So in China, they started downloading the app more than even the most popular social networking app, which caused a lot of attention from the authorities. Then Apple decided to remove all sugar dating daddy apps from iTunes entirely. That's why Seeking Arrangements app disappeared in 2018. And then they they rebranded to Seeking.com and you can't find any sugar daddy dating uh, terminology in this community anymore because Apple was a very strict community. All sugar daddy apps have been removed from iTunes, including several millionaire dating apps. Now, let me say this. 2018, 2019, 2020, 2021, 2022, 2023, 2024. Now Tinder is finding out that Gen Z women are more likely to jump on seeking than they are to jump on Tinder. Now, they might have a Tinder, but they're not using it like that. And there's no way to monetize those women. So what did Tinder do? They pulled a seeking. What did Tinder do? And I announced it back then. They said, we want to drive high-quality payers, not daters, not people looking for love and romance, Tinder's goal is to drive high-quality payers, and we want to drive revenue. She says, we don't, we don't want to maximize payers for the sake of maximizing payers. To that end, Tinder introduced some new options like a $500 a month ultra-premium subscription tier, right? So they're trying to pivot over to what seeking is doing. Millionaire match. Uh look, they're trying to they're trying to pivot over to there so they can become a income driving income source dating app. They're leaving the dating marketplace, which I told you that's what was going to happen. Dating is now monetized. Dating is now monetized. So now even the normies are going to see that wow, there's a paid app. There's high Premium men. There's men looking, and men are gonna. It's going. So the JUCO is gonna become uh, Liddy. Now Tinder's way behind the eight ball on this one, and Bumble figured out. Uh oh, we're stuck. So what's left on Bumble? Fat single mothers, old bitches. All right, and even they are flocking to seeking and other apps like that. Trust me, we know we're over on we're over on locals talking about it. So there it is, right there. Bumble stock falls. Its founder and CEO steps down. The dating marketplace, even that kind of came across uh, in the last 20 years, is collapsing. I told you that this was happening. So right here. Now, Bumble Boss falls out of love with dating apps and into women's wellness. Look, she got the fuck out of there. Now I'm doing women's wellness. So look, Valerie Stark, one of the leading figures in the world of dating apps, as the director of Bumble and CEO of the social app Huggle, 
has embraced a new passion, women's well, wellness. All right, so she's getting out of the dating marketplace. She pivoted. Shit's crumbling, bro. They're like, ain't no money over there. Why? Because you got a lot of miserable women, lots of miserable women, lots of miserable women that can't find the love. Some are, some are pivoting. Gen Z certainly is not in the dating love marketplace unless it's social circle, right? The whole empowering women to date, gone. Men are, 80% of men are invisible on dating apps. We actually have the, um, the proof statistically. So men are overwhelmingly not succeeding on dating apps. A small percentage are, the majority are not. Then you have Instagram, which is the world's biggest dating app. And now Tinder trying to stay alive in a monetized dating marketplace. That's literally their strategy. To join the JUCO. <laughs> wow. And this is going to backfire on Tinder. And so this is her only, only choice is to promise women that there's high value premium players that are really going to be only a small, percent of, small percentage of men. A small percentage of men, just like I'm seeking. I mean, people are going to do it. People are going to do it. But that's what's happening here. Yep, feminism is crumbling. Guys, I've been on, I've had my pulse on this radar for five years and even longer before I started doing content. Now, is this going to affect everybody? No, this is the general population. Remember, there's always outliers on either side. So if you want to run game, yep. If you want to have girls that fall for game, that's going to be an outlier group. Over here is going to be the married group. Even Matt Walsh, they know marriage is crumbling. They're the outliers now. The general population is trying to figure it out. And a lot of people are lazy. Women are certainly lazy when it comes to dating. They just, hey, I put pictures up. Here they come. Where are they at? All right. Men who have resources, this is a drop in the bucket. So they'll dominate. Chad will still do good. Mouthpiece ninjas will pick up scraps. We already showed that. They love scraps. And they'll also be dealing with women on the spectrum, meaning that women will always fall in all of the categories. They'll be on Tinder, Tinder Premium, Seeking, and they'll be at the nightclub, and they'll be stripping, and they'll be doing OnlyFans, and they'll be married. We even have married women doing OnlyFans and stripping, right? So women are going to go into a situation where it's not just going to be certain type of woman doing this. They're just going to... Find a way to do a catch-all. This is where dating is. Just like courting turned into dating, dating's turning back into just monetized dating, a.k.a. you could call it prostitution, because that's where dating came from. But there's a lot of people that are just um, pivoting and fumbling around. Now, I, my, my question is this. Instead of being honest and saying, hey, men are experiencing something bad out here because really the experience is with men. Men are struggling in the dating world, right? They don't know what it is. People can't deal with reality. They can't see the future of dating. They can't see the future of marriage. Men are, Matt Walsh waiting for marriage to come back. It's not. So men are out here looking for honest women and, 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 and traditional women. That shit is, that ship is sailed. So men have been, the ones that I think have been highly affected, but people won't deal with the men. They're always trying to figure out how to deal with the women. Right? Matt Walsh, don't want to deal with them. We don't want to hear your problems. Just get out here and man up. Tinder, we don't want to hear your problems. Just pay for the premium. And let the women decide. Let Briefo's Law decide. Let hypergamy decide. 
This is where we're going. Uh, it's going to be an uphill battle. The men have had really statistically the worst experience on dating apps, bar none. Yeah, women, uh, women's experience is because they're delusional. They're going, they're going, how come men don't want relationships? I'm like, you're at a hookup joint. They want to fuck over here. That's what the app was for. And now your dumb ass is coming in over here party pooping uh, because you're lazy. And I don't feel sorry for women who come to Tinder or Bumble or Hinge and they can't find men to get relationships because it's a hookup joint. And it always been, but you're delusional and you came over here to poop everybody's party and ruin all the fun, calling us weirdos when that's why we were here. Okay, but now you don't want to participate in that. So what are they doing? They putting their pussies up for sale. I'm telling you, bro, it's like... When I start selling pussy, I don't want to hear it. Yep. And so men with money, older men, younger men, it's not, they're going to dominate this, this current marketplace in the next 10 years. They're going to dominate it. They're going to dominate it. You know who else is going to dominate it? Giga Chads and Tyrones. They're going to dominate. The majority of other men are going to be what I call priced out of the majority of women. Now, there's going to be outliers, but you're going to be priced out. And I've been saying that for years. <laughs> I've been saying it for years. Remember I said that? I was like, y'all go get priced out of the marketplace because it's going monetized. Everybody thought I was crazy. You thought I was lying. Oh, you promoting tricking. I told you. Even Tinder pivoted. Tinder pivoted to premium. Tinder just added a $500 a month subscription that gives ultra daters VIP features. The same thing as the nightclub. Like, you can't just take go to the nightclub anymore. Ninja, y'all got to have a section popping bottles just to get just a little attention. Told y'all, man, listen, and just because I say it doesn't mean I believe it should be that way. This is what people get wrong. Well, you saying it should be that way. You, you justifying body count. You trying to normalize. I'm not trying to do anything. I'm just Kostradamus. I just tell you how it is, and it bees that way. I can't stop it. I can't change women. I can't change men. I just tell you how it's going to bees. And more than likely, almost 100% chance, I'm going to be right. I'm going to be right. You either accept it or reject it. You either deny it or you move on. I don't know what to tell you. But that's where it's going to be. And prove me wrong. That's where we're going. <laughs> yep. That's where we're going. What did I also say? The gym is the new nightclub. And I said that shit in 2018. <laughs> because I worked in gyms. And I was like, I'm seeing this. Women come in here and they're acting like this is the nightclub. Getting dressed, wearing cute outfits, walking on the treadmill, these looking up at guys, talking about guys or creeps. That's what we did at the nightclub. They would come in there, get dressed, hair and makeup, and uh, this, and these guys are creepy, and they just want sex. Bruh, Culture Domus never fails. But look, I got to do Super Chats, and this is going to be the end of the day show because things are happening around here at rapid rates. But let me catch up with the Super Chats. And uh, deny me. That's what I want you to do. I don't want, this is not strategy anymore. I only talk about strategy on locals. Join me on locals. I only talk about strategy on locals. But people want me to debate the strategy of how to defeat this. What I'm telling you is, you need to get ahead of this. There's no, I'm not debating strategy. Well, what, what should we do? <laughs> you, need to catch, you need to catch up and get ahead of it. Because if you're trying to pull it back, it ain't coming back. Nothing ever historically comes back. Sometimes it repeats. 
but there's a reason why it repeats. All right, shout out to uh, Eric Powell that basically says the dating streets feel uh, different in the past six months. Why? Because the economy is crashing. And he says, Your rent's due, motherfucker. Females are just flat out behaving like pros in every way. And it was a slippery slope. They're no more expecting us. There's, wait, they're no more expecting, expecting, (laughs) I fucked it up. I think you said, I don't know. What is this sentence? There are no more expectations of dating or relationships anymore. 100%. Twin A says, I met my wife on Tinder in the earlier days. I'm glad I didn't have to pay $500 a month to find her. I can now put that money towards my divorce fund. (laughs) And you're divorcing your wife that you met on Tinder, as a matter of fact. All right. Oh, by the way, hookup culture was a intermittent part of dating. So remember hookup culture? Hookup culture's done. Remember when hookup culture was a thing? Guys, you don't have to worry about hookup culture no more. It's done. Like, nobody's like hooking up like that. <laughs> nobody's like hooking up like that. Women are like, mm, I can hook up whenever I want. And they're just going either to Pookie or they got a roster of ninjas. <laughs> Shout out to West A says that's a face of hard living. That's the Jasmine guy. All right. Anyway, uh, where are we at? And I ain't been wrong yet. Shout out to Larry says in reference to the therapist remark, I once worked with a therapist that about glitched out of the matrix when I observed that therapy requires men um, to fall on the sword in all confrontations, in my opinion, it's a form of emasculation. Send it. And I almost agree. I can't agree with every therapy session, but essentially they always want men to take a deal out where he falls on the sword. Well, just, you know, just take the blame and listen. Even that social work, it's always men fall on the sword. Shout out to Kalen says, Coach, me. okay, I skipped that guy. I did get Kalen. Monogamy doesn't exist. All right, thank you for that support here. Uh, I got how many minutes? Ooh, I'm behind, brother. I'm behind. Shout out to Jay Cool says, I am never going back besides the old me had a terrible personality and the new me is always living today and looking forward to some planned peace leave in the future. Mm-hmm. And one more thing here for the people, Jay Cool just reminded me. Uh, for women, is it easier to find marriage today or harder? I mean, that's your indicator. I know people want me to be wrong. Your indicator is you cannot find marriage like you did 20 years ago. You can't. Not even like 25 years ago, you could easily, you could find a marriage easier 25 years ago than you could find today. Today, not so much. That's another indicator. So now there's going to be more, more, again, another indicator is that there will be more single women without children in five years than, than ever. That's an indicator. But you guys are trying to run it back to 1990. Brandon, I'm a 26-year-old mechanic. I went to the AutoZone on MLK Boulevard to borrow some tools to complete a job for my customer. They were uh, some good-looking straggles behind the corner, and she started aggressively flirting with me. I abba my way into her phone number. When you are on your purpose, the females that want you will let you know. He says, my birthday is on Sunday. So what's up for the weekend? As a matter of fact, what do we say today? What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, He nigga? says, take me out with the I'm always hungry. Well, I'm behind and I don't have it set up. But I will tell you, I also said this. Women are choosing today. Remember I said that? 
People's like, no, man, you got to go out there and chase. I said, women are choosing now. And they don't need you to be monogamous. They don't need you to jump into a relationship. I said, women are choosing to the point that if you're not being chosen, trust me, if you see a woman and they're not choosing you, they choosing somebody. There's not that many celibate women. There's not that many women that are not sexually active unless they're extremely young. Even that 17-year-old out there went to that party, the Matariza party, and chose. Eight ninjas and four ninjas accepted. Today, I said, women are choosing. They're not waiting. And, of course, they're choosing the top 30% of men. They're choosing. So if you meet a woman and you see her, trust me, she's choosing on somebody else. She's just waiting or she, she's in line or she's on the roster. Today, they ain't just waiting there. I'm going to wait till somebody choose me. They're not. <laughs> they're not. All right, shout out to uh, Dark Side Foundation. Coach, you are truly are the Apostle Paul of the Manosphere. Have you thought of making a stream on Junior College Pipeline? I only do that. He says, there's a Vice video on how Ling Ling's from Japan get coerced into the pipeline. It's wild. Um, I don't do it on YouTube. All right. I got to make, I got to charge y'all ninjas for something. Uh, but a lot of times if I would talk about it here on YouTube, people will, that's the videos they want to dice up and put on and, and beef with me about. I'm not creating beef around this subject. The subject is, the subject is what it is. I'm not talking about skills and tactics. I'm not talking about, I'm just telling you what it is. All right. Shout out to death. He said, check out Desmond, uh, Desmond Wilson's interview. If you haven't, I have. But shout out to you, Adrian. Rex says, just got paid and showing my teeth. Free agent lifestyle for life. Thank you for being here. Goldie, Golden Mass says, you're the best at this, hands down. And I ain't been wrong yet. Mr. Hunt says, thanks for all you do, coach. You the truth. Keep going. Mm-hmm. Thank you, brother. Benjamin is in the building. He says, I hate that it's called tricking. He says, three-day layover after a busted nut, and I'm only 24. Uh, it's called tricking as a means to say you got tricked. All right, but you know who's getting tricked out here? Um, uh, uh, married men. <laughs> um, but it's turning tricks. All right, but anyway, uh, listen, accept whatever it is, and you'll feel better about it. If they call you a trick, say, yes, I'm a trick. Just whatever it is that they say it is in order to make themselves feel better, if you accept what it is, it, the power of the word goes away. So they call me all kind of Uncle Toms. Yes, I'm an Uncle Tom. You a sellout. Yes, I am. Okay, whatever it is that they want to call you, just accept it. That's the best way to overcome whatever that power of that word is. You a nigga. Yep, I, okay. <laughs> all right. Whatever it is, and then just take it and, and let it go. All right, because the guys that are saying it's tricking are guys that are losing position. They're losing position, and they're sad about it. They're salty. So if they call you that, they, feel, they realize you're losing position. Oh, you were Uncle Tom. They're losing position. So they want to reel you back. It's crabs in the bucket shit. Yep, I'm tricking. <laughs> All right, anyway, shout out to Ralph. He says, even if you don't think you are, just take it. Somebody said, even you gay. Okay, Ninja, what am I supposed to do with it? I'm supposed to disprove you? I'm supposed to get mad? All right, you gay. Okay. <laughs> it doesn't mean you are it just takes the power away all right so where i am and what anyway lean into that motherfucker whatever they call you that's how you that's how you get get them to be done yep you're a deadbeat dad yes i am 
Now what? I'm a deadbeat. I'm a proud deadbeat dad. Just lean into that shit, bro. Anyway, mm. lean into it. Yep, I'm tricking because it because they can't prove. Trying to disprove you're not tricking is harder than just leaning into the motherfucker. Lean into it. I'm a trick ass ninja. Now what? <laughs> How does that change the fact that you still losing leverage and I'm still winning over here? All right, that's the way you beat these motherfuckers. Anyway, uh, Ralphie says, Shawty looks like Kerjack from Tarzan. I don't even know who that is. And boy, do I got to get out of here. So let me check the and clear out the deck. Um, clear out the deck. Let me see here. I got that one. We're good there. Thank you for all the contributions this week. And no government name. Uh, Coach talked about the witches uh, making me think of an old saying. I have, I have ever been... Even, I think you meant even. I've even been scared of another man, but when women have snapped on me, I've gotten very nervous because there's no telling what they will do. Have a great weekend. And everybody have a great weekend. Get your condoms, all right, or have your bell money ready and all of that in a bag of chips. Ahoy, get your exercise in and all of that. Robert says, free agent lifestyle forever. Thankful, coach. All right, and shout out to the coach gang. We out of here. Peace.